Welcome to Rome Christian Center. We are so glad that you are with us here today. If you are local to the Rome, New York area, we would like to invite you to join us 10 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on Sundays. We are located at 7985 Turin Road in Rome, New York. Let's join the service as we believe God has something in store for you today. Hallelujah. For those of you who weren't, last, weren't here last week, we weren't here either. Uh, I met somebody from church this week, and they said, oh, I'm sorry, I missed church this Sunday, last Sunday. I didn't, I didn't, sorry I didn't get to see you. I thought we weren't there anyway. So, But uh, we were in Texas. We, my wife's brother passed away, and uh, we really felt we should go to honor him. I don't know if you heard my test, our testimony of my wife had a brother who's, who sent us to, money every month for years that's this is the brother that passed away and uh, just out of respect and love for him and and she had another brother that passed away uh, last September and they did nothing for, they did no funeral no calling hours nothing so the family wasn't able to get together so we all really kind of got together but boy I'll tell you last Sunday did not seem like a Sunday we didn't go to church we spent all day traveling and I said to my wife I said boy this just, this doesn't seem like a Sunday at all I'm so used to being in church on Sunday but so good to be back with you praise God we missed you and uh, I just want to say congratulations to our granddaughter who graduated with her master's degree <laughs> yesterday she followed in the footsteps of her of her aunt Andrea they're both uh they both graduated from Fredonia and then from College of St. Rose with masters in speech pathology. So God bless them. And, and uh, she's falling a few years later, but she's still falling. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, I just, I'm just so glad to be here, back in the, in the house of the Lord, worshiping you, God, with, your, with, with, our, with the people that we love. We bless you, Lord, today. We open our hearts to you and to your word. Encourage us today by your spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, I had a message prepared, uh, I thought, which I was going to deliver, and uh, like so often happens, I woke up around 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm, I just want you to know, I'm not so spiritual that I set my alarm so I can get up at 4 and pray, but I just get up, I just get up anyway, so it's a good time to pray. So I started praying, and immediately God changed my message. And uh, he gave me a Mother's Day message. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak today a little bit about Mother's Day. I know it was last week, but uh, why not do it again? Because we're going to honor this. Today we're honoring my wife as the mother of our children. And uh, we couldn't do it last week, so we're doing it this week. But I just felt to bring a Mother's Day message, which is not just for children, by the way. It's for husbands also. And uh, because we need to treat our wives special because of, of what they've done. All you have to do is watch your wife give birth to one child and you would appreciate that you're a man. <laughs> Somebody say amen. Somebody, some men say amen. I'm telling you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says to give honor to whom honor is due. And uh, mothers deserve to be honored. Uh, actually, you know, it's in the in the United States. It it started. With the, I read up on the Mother's Day. <clears throat> it started uh, in about 1908. There was a, a single Methodist church in West Virginia, 
that started, that had a Mother's Day. There was a woman in the church that wanted to honor her mother for all that she's done, all that she was to her. And it kind of caught on and spread. Within six years, it was a national holiday. And so, but, it, but I thought, you know, it goes back, honoring mothers goes back way, way, way before that. It goes back 3,500 years to when God gave the Ten Commandments. One of them is honor your father and your mother. Then it may be well with you and you live long on the earth. So one of, one of God determined that one of the chief characteristics of his people would be that we honor our parents. And it's, it's so important that God made it a commandment. You know, and, and, it's, and it's not an option. It's not a suggestion. He, how we treat our parents is important to God. So important that God said, if you don't treat your parents right, you, it's gonna be, you, you open yourself up for a hard life. It's, gonna, it's not going to go well with you. It's going to go well if you do. It's not going to go well if you don't. And I wonder how many people are struggling in life. Uh, for, you know, I, you don't know. It, I can't finger point. But I wonder how many people struggle in life because they didn't treat their parents right and God hasn't been able to bless them the way he'd want to. It's, it's so important. I, and the way we treat our mothers, I tell you, God, God really, uh, it's really important to God how we treat his daughters. God told me that a long time ago. Now, I haven't always treated my wife like I should. And I've repented for that many times. But I tell you, it's important to God. It's just important to I, Whenever I give one of my daughters away to somebody, I remember sitting down, I think, I think it was with my son-in-law, Josh. And uh, I sat down, I said, you know what? I have, I have loved her, I've cared for her, and I've provided for her for all these years. Now I'm giving her to you. And I expect you to do the same thing. And I've said that to all my sons. And that's the way God wants us to, to treat, uh, treat others the way we want to be treated. So we, be, need, we need to be good to our moms because of who they are and what they've done. In Ephesians chapter 6, the Apostle Paul reiterates the commandment when he says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise so that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. So we open the door for blessings when we treat our parents right. In Genesis, you know, in Genesis chapter 2, when God created man, uh, he looked around and he said, you know, it's not good for man to be alone. And that's, a, that's my scripture. I, I jump on it. When someone says, I, I'm not, I, God never, I, I can't live single. God never, I mean, maybe some men can live single. I can't. I need my need my wife. I really do. She, she's so much a part of me. She's. Uh, we've been together for a long time. But it's not. It's he says it's not good for man to be alone. I'll make a helper suitable for him. The King James says I'll make a help meet for him. And sometimes people put that together. They they put that together and they say God made women to be a help meet, like a help mate. But it's not. It's a help meet. And the word meet means suitable. So it really means that a woman, a woman is made uh, to be a helper. And this is what the Bible, this is what the Amplified Bible says. The Bible says she's, she's a helper. She's one who balances him. He's a counter, she is a counterpart who is suitable and complementary for him. So she's, she's, she's my helper. God gave me a helper because I needed one. And the Bible says God made woman by taking a rib out of the man, which to me symbolizes that, that I'm incomplete without her. 
that without this part of me, she's, well, I'm incomplete. She, you know, they say, well, she completes me. She does. And I, my wife has is, is got so many, so many characteristics that I don't. You know, I am a, one thing, I am a short-winded guy. I, I'm just, you know, when someone calls, when I call someone on the phone, my wife says, we haven't seen so-and-so in church for a couple of weeks. Oh, good to see Brockways, by the way. I want to say good to see, and good to see Brockways. We haven't missed, we've really missed him. But my wife says, we've missed somebody. Give, you give him a call. So I call him up and say, hey, how you doing? Good, okay, bye. <laughs> but my wife, she, she gets on the phone, she carries on this wonderful conversation. She's asking him, she's relating to him, she's calling I thought, man, you, you're so, she, she takes up so much slack in my life where I'm lacking, because I have so many, I have a lot of lack in my life that she, she really helps me out for. And I, I just love her, I bless her for that. You know, she's my helper, and I, I, you know, and when the Bible says she's a helper, it's like that means there's some things that I can't do without her. You know, men are not totally, we gotta, we, we gotta understand, guys, we can't, we can't act like we're just totally self-sufficient. We don't need it. We need our wives. They they do things for us that we can't. They they fulfill us, and and it's so important for me. Now some women are upset. Some women get upset because the Bible says that they're, that they're made to be helpers, and the Bible says that wives should be submitted to their husbands. You know they they get mad at that. They say, "Well, I don't like that," but. Uh, the Bible says wives should be submitted to their husbands and the husband is the head of the wife. But God, you know what? God is God. And God establishes order in the universe. And just like, just like God says, you must be born again. I don't care whether you like that or not. It's the way God made it. It's the way it has to happen. It doesn't matter whether we agree with it or whether we like it. It's just the way it is. But before, before men start telling their wives you need to be submitted go to go to your own scriptures guys and say god has called us to lay lay down our lives to be sacrificial and so if we if we will lay down our lives for our family if we'll lay down our lives for our wives if we'll be, if we'll just love them and bless them and be gentle to them and humble and meek and forgiving and compassionate and loving and understanding and listening, if we'll do all those things, she has no problem. A wife has no problem submitting to a man who's acting like Jesus Christ, who's loving her the way Christ loved the church. So you have to, you have to look at it from, a, from an eternal perspective. If I fulfill my God-ordained assignment, if I take my rightful place, and then she, I'll hear God say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And if a woman takes her rightful place, she'll hear God say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And I'm convinced of this. There's a whole different set of history books in heaven than there are on earth. And I really believe that some of the greatest in heaven. You know, the Bible says, if you're going to be great on earth, you have to be the servant of all. Remember what Jesus said when he came? He said, I didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give my life a ransom for many. That's the way we're supposed to be, guys. We don't, we don't come to be served, but to serve and to give our lives for our families and for our wife. And the woman, she lays down her life for her family. And I really believe some of the greatest in heaven 
will be women who remain faithful and godly to overbearing, harsh husbands. And they, they just stayed with them and loved them. And I believe the reward in heaven will be beyond what they can ex expect or ever believe. A mother is an incubator. Amazing. She gives life. She gives birth to her children. She's a sustainer of life. She's a nurturer, a molder, and a shaper of lives. I think women, women have more to do with shaping the lives of their children in the first few years than, than the fathers. It's a tremendous responsibility. You're shaping, you're shaping a life. God has, God has put a life in your hands, in the hands of, of mothers and fathers, but in the hands of women. And that baby that's been born is going to live forever somewhere in heaven or hell. And whether it makes it there is primarily, we need to, we need to train up our children so that, they, so that they believe in God and know that there's a an eternal destiny for them. If they go to heaven and not hell, and that's primarily our responsibility. But that falls so much, it seems like, on the, on the shoulders of the mother, more so even than the father. She's a counselor, a teacher, a comforter, and a medic. She instructs, she trains, she corrects, and disciplines when necessary. She's a homemaker. She's a chef. She's a scheduler. She's an organizer. She's a problem solver. There are no holidays. She's on call 24-7. She lays down her life for her husband and her children over and over and over again. That's what women are. Some, you know, I just feel like, I feel, I want to give my wife a hand. She doesn't, she doesn't like that I'm, I'm bragging on her. But I need, but she deserves it. She really does. She's a wonderful woman of God. And, we, and she's the first one saved in our family. And without her, I don't know that I'd be saved, but she was the example for me to follow. So what can we do to honor our mothers? Well, first of all, love her unconditionally. Husbands also. What we do to love our wives, love them unconditionally. In spite of her shortcomings, in spite of her flaws. She's not perfect. She's close, but she's not perfect. We all have our weaknesses. We all have our shortcomings. We can never use that as an excuse to not love her or honor her. So we love her unconditionally. Show her, and show her you love her. You know, tell, husbands, tell your wives you love her. Give her a hug. Give her a little kiss on the cheek or something. Let her know all the time. I, I, I do my best. I really do. I do my best to always to tell my wife every day, several times, how much I love her. And just give her a, a little kiss on the cheek. Sometimes I hope to get a response. Uh, <laughs> but I just, I want her to know how much I, I love her. I really do. It's important. That she needs to know that. She has psychological and emotional needs like everyone else. I want I want people to I want her to tell tell me she loves me. It does something for me. But mothers mothers are people who need love. So you know, kids, not just husbands, children, love your mom. Give her a hug. Tell her you love her. You know, I saw a bumper sticker one time. It said, "Have you hugged your kids today?" I thought we well, yeah, ought make one that says, "Have you hugged your wife today?" You know, and told her you love her. We shouldn't for take we should not take it for granted the fact that our moms know that we love them. We need to show it and let them know. 
Don't ever let what she does become a thankless, uh, a thankless life where she's just serving and serving and serving and no one ever appreciates it. Appreciate her and love her. There was a time, you know, there was a time when you didn't dare show your mother disrespect, but it seems like today it's different, but things move on. The other thing we can do is, is to understand her, compassionate, be compassionate to her. You know, she has her days too. You know, she's not Wonder Woman. Your, mother, your mother's not Wonder Woman. She gets tired like everybody else. She's not having, if she's not having such a good day, be tolerant of her. Help her out. Pick up the slack. Be compassionate. You know, give her some space. When she's young, she has discomfort every month. When she's, when she's a little bit older, she goes through a change in life. I tell you, women, women, are, women are, it's not fun to be a woman, uh, at least from my perspective. But for what they do, I bless her. The other thing we can do is listen to her, respect what she has to say. When we have a problem, we want, we want her undivided. Whenever, whenever we have a problem, we want her undivided attention. So give her your undivided attention when she's talking. Pay attention to her when she's, when she's talking to you. Realize that your mother has learned some things as she's lived life. She can impart wisdom to you if you listen. Accept her instructions and submit to her authority. And then help her, help her cheerfully. You know, mothers have a lot of responsibility. She's, yeah, mothers, are, yeah. even, even, you know, when a kid is sick, even if the mother's sick, the mother still has to help out. You know, they never, they never take a day off. They're, we need to bless them. Mothers have so much responsibility, it's impossible to get everything done. So help them out. You know, help them with whatever. Ask them. When your mother asks asks you to help, don't don't give her an attitude like, all right. Say, okay, sure, no problem. I want to help you. I want to ease. I want to uh, ease the burden that you have to carry. Our attitude should be sure. After all you've done for me, no problem. I'll be glad to help. What can I do to help? Moms do everything for everybody. We need to help them cheerfully. And don't stop after you leave home. Our children are a real blessing for us, even now. We don't have any of our kids living at home, but they're continually helping their mom and blessing him. And God blesses them for that. So we need to give our mothers great respect. Without her, you wouldn't be here. She carried you in the womb for nine months. She gave birth to you through excruciating pain and effort. She brought you into this world and raised you. We, we wouldn't live. We, we, we wouldn't live without our moms. So pray for her. Uh, husbands, children. I want to say, children, do you pray for your mom? Pray for her. Ask God to bless her. Ask God to protect her. Ask God to give her strength. Pray, ask God to help you be the, be the daughter, the son that, that you should be to your mom. One thing I feel is so important. I remember when our daughter, Lisa, was about 10 years old, I think. Someone asked her one time, what do you want to do when you grow up? You know what she said? She said, I want to be a wife and a mother. And the person said, well, that's nice, but what do you want to do? 
like that wasn't enough. If you don't have a career for some reason, you're somehow coming up short. And that's not true. One of the greatest calls on anyone's life is to be a wife and a mother, a nurturer of children, a homemaker, a keeper of, the, of a home. It's not wrong for women to work. If you want to work, work. But to be a wife and a mother is, is a tremendous, uh, tremendous calling. So I honor moms, all moms today. I bless them. Uh, I honor them. And, I, and even though we're a week late, we're going to honor my wife today. At, we're going to have a little celebration and give her, give her the respect and the, and the honor that she's due. And I just bless every mom here today for all you've done for your children. God's going to bless you. He is. He's going to bless you for giving, laying down your lives for your family. So, Father, I just honor my wife today. Thank you for giving her to me, Lord. Thank you for giving me the, the best helper that I could ever have. Thank you for, the, for what you did for, giving, for birthing our children, for raising our children, for the way she lays down her life for all of us in our family, and for every mom who's done the same, giving their lives to their family. I bless them. I bless them. I bless them. Pour out your blessings upon them, O oh God. Strengthen them. Protect them. Keep them. Provide for them. For all that they've done. The Bible says, greater love has no man in this, but then he lays down his life for his friends. Mothers have laid down their lives for their families. Bless them, God. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for being with us today. Our prayer is that your life be enriched through the power of God's word and that you be filled with his love and strength as you daily serve him. To learn more about our service times and our ministry and how it is that you can partner with us, visit us online today at romechristiancenter.com.